listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings We're talking baseball It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fans? Happy Thursday. It is Thursday. It's Thursday. It is Thursday the 19th. I think it's the 19th, right? Yeah, it's Thursday the 19th. It is noon. We are live from the Seven Lines headquarters. I am Darren Mina. That's Julia Quadrino. This is Orange and Blue Thing, and we usually talk once a week about Mets stuff or whatever we have going on in the world. Sometimes it's Mets stuff. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it's it's Aruba, passports, dirt bike racing, whatever. But this week we have a lot to talk about, and a lot of it is Mets related. So love that. For uh, us. Good for you, good for us, and good for whoever is listening or watching live. Um, we were off last week. You yes. were in Aruba. I was I in Disney. I made it to Aruba, and you made it to Disney. I did make it to Disney. If I never hear another Disney song in my life, I won't be heartbroken oh, about it. Please listen, Julia. I understand that it's kind of like a rite of passage as a parent that you have to go to Disney of at least course. once. I went once when I was a kid. Amelia went. Once and maybe we'll go back of one day. Of course you will. As we're walking around the um the amusement park, whatever the the uh I don't know what it was, Magic Kingdom, one of them. Uh-huh. I was like, Amelia, we'll come back when you have a kid. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no. how about that? I was kind of joking. I mean, maybe we'll do that. Not every year. Some people go every Disney's, year. No, I I only went once as a kid, and then I I've gone once as an adult. Um, but it was, it's so much fun. It was cool. You know, it's whatever. I don't want to shit on Disney. It was fun. People that love Disney. One of Amelia's friends, parents have a season pass. They live on Long Island. They go like three times a year. That's crazy. That's, they must be loaded. And that's, uh, also kind of crazy. So fun for the kid, but honest to God, I'm not even kidding. So the time that you were there was the time where I was still figuring out my passport situation, which was just miserable well, for those of you out. who didn't hear last week i couldn't find my passport i had a trip planned to aruba and like the day before i had to travel to vermont to get a new one it was awful but i'm not even kidding the only serotonin i felt during that time was watching all of your updates and how happy amelia <laughs> and maximus and lennox were yeah. oh my god no, they loved it so it. cute and uh, let me know it. someone just wrote that my mic sounds weird hopefully hopefully that's not the case oh, and no. maybe it's just your headphones or your computer um anyway please if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, if you're going to Denver this weekend, <laughs> you do not have to let me know about the weather. I am obsessed with the weather. Doppler Darren, are you new Doppler here? Doppler Darren <laughs> is on the case. I watched the weather like weeks out, mainly because of <laughs> motocross riding. I want to like check the weather on the tracks, where I'm going to go. My mic is fine, Lizzie says. Thank, Thank you, you Lizzie. for checking in. Lizzie and Megan are, are a room over taking care of the next outing which is Anaheim, which I can guarantee if you're betting man or woman, I can guarantee this is a mortal lock. It will not snow in Anaheim <laughs> next month. So I anyway, thought you were going to go Syndergaard on the mound. I was like, that's bold. No, I'm Syndergaard, whatever. <laughs> so listen, Denver, you don't have to text me. You don't have to send me direct messages. You don't have to send me inboxes. I'm not trying to shit on our friendship, but please, I know about the weather already. <laughs> it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be nice this weekend, but why we talked about this before we went live mm-hmm. why when they built this ballpark in yeah. denver when they know baseball starts in april right and if the rockies you know 
granted, maybe not this year, but mm-hmm. when they go deep into the playoffs and they play into October and right. early November, it's probably going to snow. Why did they not build this ballpark with a dome is beyond me. It's just so like reckless, like just such a waste of money everywhere. How many games you have to cancel? Like I understand roofs are not cheap by any means, even to like ballpark building but the billionaires. But they lose for like these exactly. po- postponements probably pays off. Exactly. And I, I don't understand it. And at this point, you know, now that we're here, we don't have a roof. It is what it is. I don't know how. And granted, I haven't studied the Rocky schedule to know how many home games they have in April and May, but I don't know why. I know the Mets have played there in April before, and it's like, why? They don't snow why are there. they doing this? Why right. Why would you have them play there? The Rockies should just be doing like all their, their West Coast road trips the first two months of the season. I know that's not logistically fair, but I don't get it. So if you're Makes not no going sense. to Denver, maybe you're not obsessed with this weather report. You probably heard about it on the on the broadcast last night. If you're watching SNY, Gary was talking about it. So right now in Denver, it's a couple hours behind there. It's 75 degrees. It is going to be 89 degrees today, <laughs> Thursday, the 19th, right? Tomorrow, tomorrow, where are we? Tomorrow, 44 <laughs> degrees tomorrow. And on Saturday, 40 degrees a 50 degree swing in two days that's insane so uh, i don't i mean what can we do we uh, obviously the outing is not canceled uh we are going to denver zap is on his way now if zap is watching this he, he's live and uh, not live he's flying right now and he paid like the five bucks for the wi-fi and we were texting before i'm like hey if you want to check in live from the plane i think that'd be pretty cool to have someone like live on the right. show in the air flying to denver but um yeah, the the outing is a go. I spoke already to the to the Rockies. Uh, if there is a postponement of any sort, like Saturday's game then plays on Sunday, mm-hmm. we'll have to roll with the punches and see what happens. I personally right. probably will not be able to change my flight and stay late. I mean, right. you know, he's got school Monday. Like it's it yeah. is what it is. I'm flying. Is Amelia going too? No, no, no. Okay. But we but like got to be home yeah, for Monday home. morning. Sure. Yeah. So we're flying out tomorrow morning at noon uh kelly and i and shoe and then i'm flying home on sunday so like whether they play the game on saturday or not that's my plan like i'm leaving friday i'm coming home sunday if the game is played on sunday a little late or it's a doubleheader, our tickets would probably be good for that i probably can't go to it uh unless i could push my flight to later in the day but that's that's the case if you're watching this you're in charge on sunday yeah zappa uh i don't know if i want to leave him in charge but whatever. If you're watching this live from the plane, definitely hit that little button I sent you about joining us on the show because that would be pretty cool to have you on the show live from the air. So uh, let us know where you're watching from. Also, share the show if you want to be in the running for this Pete Alonzo bobblehead from the Mets. This is so If you cool. haven't seen it, the polar bear head uh, is hollow and slides on top of the polar bear Pete Alonzo black uniform bobble, which is a pretty popular item. So, so thanks cool. to the Mets for sending these out. This one is staying here. We have two more in the boxes. And uh, if you share the show right now, that's how you're put in the running to win a bobble. We'll select the winner. And next week we'll announce it on the show. Post it on so your post wall. It on your wall. If you're watching on Facebook, just hit the little share button. If you're watching on Twitter, hit the little retweet button. And then uh, we'll scroll through randomly and select somebody to win. If you're watching on YouTube, after the show, just go to one of those platforms. You probably have an account and retweet or share. Uh, there's no limit. You could do both if you want. If you're watching on Instagram or listening on the podcast, you could also get involved as well. So thank you guys uh, for all the shares and all that stuff each week. I want to let you know, yesterday I'm at the dirt bike track. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, try to get some laps in before the weekend. And my buddy Brian, who I pretty sure is not a Mets fan. Okay. Uh, his son rides. He's a little bit older than me. He comes over and he's like, you're you're a great speaker. And I was like, 
but we know each other. Like we're friends. Right. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I watched the show. Oh, he, but he's not a Mets fan. That's so nice. I was like, oh, that's cool. What like, a he, supportive friend. Yeah, I was like, that's that's great. He's like, yeah, I watched like four or five episodes so far, and and I was saying to him like, but like you're not a Mets fan. But I guess he's just like a fan of of That's me and you so now, nice. uh, which is great. So shout out to Brian if you're watching this Brian, on the replay. We love you. That's great. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's why we talk about so much bullshit that I has know. nothing to do with the Mets. I know. Because I feel like people kind of like are hanging out with well, us. Well, that's like you know? I, I have family members too who like don't really give a crap about the Mets, but they'll just watch it just I, to be supportive. And that's so yeah. nice. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. He was like, oh, you know, Julie, like the girl that works with it, she's great. Doll walking. Like he knows the Brian, whole, the whole thank deal. You. Yeah. Brian. You're the man. Amazing. Uh, maybe we're converting people that aren't Mets fans. True. That care about dog walking and dirt bike <laughs> racing. And then they want to be Mets fans. That extremely niche group of people. Exactly. Who are just missing one thing from their life. And it's baseball fans. <laughs> so let us know where you're watching from. We'll pull some of you into the chat here in from the chat. So we got Michael watching in Hot Pog, which is like down the block. Awesome. Uh, Jen wants to just say that she loves us. Uh, Thanks, Jen. Con Rob is watching in Massachusetts. Dan is in Colorado. Hope the weather doesn't screw things up. I don't know if he's watching from Colorado, just telling us that he hopes the mm -hmm. weather doesn't screw things up. But yeah, a bunch of people checking in from all over the place. Uh, Robert in College Point. We love you. Uh, Dave in North Carolina. So I want to talk to you about betting. I don't think you bet. We talked about this on no, the show. I'm scared. <laughs> We talked about that. this on the show uh, about like how you sign up at the Super Bowl and like you got your money yes, back. Yes, that something. was not a good first experience for me. It did not ease my fears. So no, I'm not. I'm not a part of this. So do you think if you were a betting woman mm -hmm. that you would bet more with your heart or your brain when it comes to the Mets? Because a lot of people say like I can't bet the Mets because it's a team I love. Like I'll bet for um, this outcome to happen even if it's a long shot. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think I could ever bet against the Mets like even though I know particular players on particular teams are Mets killers and it would make sense to like you know bet that they're gonna get a hit uh -huh. I don't think I could do that because I think that just takes so much away from the experience that's the one bad thing I think that has come with sports betting it's that it has taken people out of just being fans of a team and a game or whatever when you have some sort of other stock into it it yeah. really does I'm sure over time it's going to make you start to care less and less about the outcomes of games and teams once you have a reason to not give a crap I feel like over time you'll start to care less and less listen you hit the nail on the head because I've had some bets going like tickets that you know whatever you call it the bet is right. in and sometimes I'll pick an opposing player to get a hit uh -huh. And you're it's that like, person. it's I the hate. only thing I, well, someone's going to get a hit. So right. you can't get a no hitter every day. It's true. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Nolan Arenado will probably get a hit. You look at put him on. So it's like, shit, like you, you obviously want your pitcher to do well, but like, I need this hit and then I'll right. win, you know, whatever. So we're going to do a little experiment right now. Oh no. I want you, I'm going to, I'm going to put a dollar on this. No big deal. But if, if it wins, I'll pay you. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do a single game parlay for the game today, which starts I in like an hour. I don't know what that means. means you're going to say more than one thing that's going to happen. So okay. do you want to just go with the Mets to win right off the bat? The Mets are going to win. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So the Cardinals. Uh, pick like three players on the Mets that you think are going to get a hit today. You want to see the lineup? Yeah, first? I didn't see the lineup. All right, hold on. So we're going to see the lineup. Who's pitching for the Cardinals? So uh, right or lefty? Uh, you know what? I don't even know. So I probably should have had this. Back like, checkers. <laughs> I, I think it's a righty. I should have had this uh, figured out beforehand, but we're going to pull it up now. I know that Nimmo is leading off. He oh, had, Nimmo, definitely. He had one hit last night. Uh, a couple nights ago, he was injured. He came out of the game. Did he come out of the game? Yeah, he yes, did, come he out of the did game. but he played the next day. He came back. He was a gamer. Yeah. So I'm going to pull up the lineup right now, and then you could tell me uh, what you want to do for today. 
So hold on one second. I will pull this up and have it oh, on the screen. Perfect. If you could see it, oh, you probably can't see it better. So, <laughs> uh, Nimmo is leading off. Canna's batting second. Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil, uh, Escobar, JD Davis is the DH. Giorme, Nito, and Bassett. So if you want to just fire off three players right now, okay. I'm not even. Bet. I don't even care who's not pitching, bet, but a a, uh, a parlay here. I don't even care who's pitching. I'm going Nimmo. Okay. Canna McNeil. Nimmo. Canna McNeil. Okay. Yeah. So we're doing that. There, there's at least and the Mets to win. I'll put. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna put more than a dollar on that for you. Let's go. I'll put two bucks on that for Thank you. Thank you. If it happens, you win seven dollars and fifty cents. How about that? <laughs> oh, there you go. So if you want to tail, no way. And look who's in the chat. Who has arrived? Oh my god. No way. Okay. Let's see if this is gonna work. <laughs> Zappa. What's up? I, oh my you got to talk loud. Are you in the toilet right now on the plane? All right. I'm in, uh, I'm on the flight. <laughs> Snuck off to the Are bathroom. You bathroom. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, I am. Dar Darren wanted me to call in. I'm like, I can't do it. The girl's next to me sleeping. So <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. So wait, you're in the toilet on a plane. This is a Delta flight flying to Colorado right now from the bathroom. That's excellent. <laughs> I think there's a little delay, but that's okay. Yeah, there might be this a little is delay. incredible. This is oh, incredible. Uh, the people outside waiting to get in the bathroom are probably wondering why you're talking to yourself. <laughs> it's okay. It's, I'm sure they've experienced worse. <laughs> All right, listen. I don't know if anyone could really hear you that great. I can hear you. I can see you. Uh, I will catch up with you tomorrow at the, at the hotel, all right? Yeah, get out before people think you're pooping. Right. That's excellent. <laughs> Our first ever live uh, check-in from however many thousand feet in the air that is. That out. That's unbelievable. That was. So, I honestly, when I saw the thumbnail, I thought he like managed to have like a green screen background, like he did like one of those fake backgrounds. But it's so much better that he was in the bathroom. Yeah, we got Evan Wynn. Isn't this a scene in Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So oh, yeah, so I mean, funny. I told Zappa, and I actually emailed my contact at the at the hotel. I'm like, listen. Tomorrow night, I don't know if you know this, three to five inches of snow expected Friday night. It's that much? Well, it's supposed to be two feet at the mountain. So oh, my like, God. I didn't even look at, like, how much snow yeah, Colorado expected. Colorado's supposed to get, like, two feet of snow. <laughs> but not the city. You but know, still, but still. Maybe, yeah. like, Vail or right. Breckenridge, wherever. That's so crazy. So, Colorado, some spots are going to get two feet of snow. Denver said three to five Friday night. If you remember a couple of years ago, like Ed Coleman and Sandy Alderson were shoveling. Yes, I do remember the snow. I do remember which of all the people they could have forced to do that. I don't know why it was them, but right. yes. so they're going to get I've, I'm pretty confident they're going to get the games. But anyway, I told the contact to let the hotel know that if people aren't going to venture out in the neighborhood and go to the local bars, that the hotel bar is going to be insane. Yeah. Do you know how many rooms we booked No. or how many we helped book? Mm -mm. 500. 500 nights. Okay. So between Thursday and Sunday, 500 nights were booked. Holy crap. So no one's going to really go for just Thursday or just Sunday. Right. Because why would you do that? So I'm estimating there's probably 200 rooms booked at this one hotel at the Westin. So the Westin Hotel downtown it's gonna be tomorrow popping. night is going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> and that and like edibles are legal. Yeah. I don't I've never done. I had, I did an edible once before it was legal and I some hippie gave it to me at Hunter Mountain. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It was a bad experience. Either. But I don't want to talk about it now that it's like legal and regulated, yeah. I told Zappa, I was like, I'll probably down tomorrow night, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Kelly's finding this out for just now. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens tomorrow. But oh if, if for some chance, I mean, I don't think they're going to play tomorrow night. The hotel bar is going to be insane. Uh, and that's Crazy. that is what it is. So um, fun, though. 
What's that? Fun. Yeah, fun. And because like no one has to drive, which is also even more dangerous. Right. You're well, all in stumbling distance. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. So that's the story for tomorrow night and this weekend. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It needs to be like 95 degrees here and it's going to be a mess there. So um, whatever. Roll with the punches. So with uh, the, the, the theme of rolling with the punches, Max Scherzer last night throws a pitch. And didn't even get through the at bat, looks into the dugout, gives like the mm -hmm. I'm done sign and uh, gets pulled from the game or pulls himself from the game afterwards. I mean, let me backtrack a little bit. OK, not after the game, during the game, when everyone was kind of like in the dugout trying to figure yeah. out what's going on, you can kind of try to read lips. Everyone yeah. has. I saw John know, Boy used his skills yeah, to decipher. But it's really tough to say, like yeah. Hefner said. Uh, it's not that bad. It's some people back. think it's not that bad. It's his back. And other people said it's bad. It's his elbow. So like you can, you could like think, remember like the, it's this like dress is purple or black. Yes. You see what you want to see. Or the thing where it's like, they say, um, it was like, um, Laurel and what was the other word? Yeah. And Yanni Laurel and Yanni. And you hear what you want to hear. If there's you just another focus one. On that's one. crazy. Uh, damn. It's Laurel Yanni. And there's another one like space. I know what you're talking about. Fact checkers help us yeah, out. Yeah, there's another this is one that's real, but very similar. So yes. like you can kind of read lips and be like, oh, that's what he says. But no one really knows for sure. So then after the game, Scherzer says, I felt a little uh, twingle in my side. Right. And then I that when I threw that pitch, I knew like that was it. I'm going right. to get an MRI today. If he has gotten one and that's came, that has come out between when we went live until now, let yes. us know in the, in the it, comments. Here. Uh, it didn't come out, but they, he got the MRI. I don't know if you saw. No, they, I didn't know. They said that they like have to talk to all the doctors to like get an update. So right. he had the MRI. They're waiting for all the doctors. So last night he's like, listen, confirm. when he's talking to the, to the beat, he's like, it's in spasm now. So obviously it doesn't feel that great, but like, right. As long as it's not his elbow or his shoulder or something arm related. True. Although if it's an oblique, that yeah, it could that be like can, six weeks or yeah. but it's not like season ending yeah. surgery. For you know? sure. So um just we'll bad say. timing with McGill well, down too. So right. well, Mama McGill says that Love he's her. fine. I don't oh, know if you saw that. Speaking of of uh players, family members, did you see Mark Hanna's wife tweet last night when he got drilled in the ribs with no. the pitch? It was amazing. It was again, it's gonna make for terrible podcasting, but it was just like um a gift from friends of Rachel trying to fight someone and like Ross having to like hold her back. Uh -huh. But it was funny. It was funny. This again made for terrible podcasting. No, but go is... look it up. It was funny. No, I like when there's, there's I also didn't uh, know she was active. like Yeah, I didn't know she was active on Twitter. So Mama McGill? Uh no 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 uh oh, oh. Hannah's wife. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So a few days ago, um let me see if I can scroll back to it. But she basically said, like, he's fine. So yeah. I'm like, all right, if Mama McGill says he's fine, she I, you knows know, I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take her word for it. So um, on top of that, also six weeks out, at least I think is McCann. Yeah. So yeah, he just had surgery. Right. So. Well, yeah. So at least six weeks. So yeah, they we'll got a problem with yeah, yeah. At, at the catching position and, and obviously pitching, too. But catching is rough. Which brings this up, this question up that I want you to answer this poll live on the air. Another, I'm kind of okay. hitting you with two different things. I'm today. really getting betting and poll voting. I want the betting thing to become a normal thing on this show okay, that no I problem. place a bet every week. And yeah, then you sure. Just Maybe we got a betting, betting sponsor. Perfect. So, uh, <laughs> Good Fundies, Brian, they used to have a podcast called Good Fundies. I don't think it's around anymore, but okay. Omar Manaya fan on Twitter, got he it. put up a poll. I didn't vote yet because I want you to do the vote. Okay. Um, what do you think the Mets' biggest, what, sorry, what do you think is the Mets' single biggest? current need current need current need we're currently ninth in runs and fifth in era we may or may not have help on the way on the pitching side starting pitching bullpen catcher or a dh other so what would you pick here he it has over a thousand votes we'll know the result after you vote but uh what do you think they sh what do you think is the most concerning uh issue right now starting pitching bullpen catcher or dh other now that we 
might be missing. Uh, Scherzer, McGill, we know, right. is going through it. Uh, and, you know, McCann is out. So we got Nito and uh, our boy uh, Mazika. Okay. Here's here's my, my rationale is that the Mets bats have, for the most part, been good enough that even if there's – and the pitching has been great too. But even if there's like a pitching performance that isn't, you know, the best – the bats have usually been able to keep them in the game and vice versa. Having said that, catching influences the pitching as well as the offense. You need someone who can hit. Okay. So I'm going to go for currently based on where we are. We haven't seen what will happen with Scherzer. We don't know who's going to replace him. Okay. I'm going to go catcher. Okay. But it could change in a couple weeks. So let's let's say catcher. So catcher is the least of course <laughs> of what of course people have said so far. So out of the options here, if you're listening, you can't see the poll uh, over a thousand votes right now. The leading concern that Mets fans think needs the most help is the bullpen with 34.8%. Uh, second- if you had asked me a week ago, I would have said bullpen, but once McCann got hurt and now it's just Mazika and Nito, I'm a little right, nervous. right, right. And then second was DH and then uh, starting pitching third and last was catcher at 16.9%. So if you want to vote on that, go to, Good fundies, Brian, Omar, Manaya fans, Twitter account, and get in on that. So um, let's jump right into it. Okay. The Seven Line Saloon. <laughs> yes, so the baby. Seven line let's saloon, jump into it. Let's jump into it. Um, there's uh, only so much I can let out there, and I don't want to, like, string people along because in full transparency, I try to be as open and honest on things when I have the ability to speak freely about them. The Seven Line Saloon Twitter account was made on, uh, I don't know what the date is, but on October, in, in October of 2013. So I've been sitting on this Twitter it's account. been a pipe dream for a while for a now. very, very long time. The Twitter has almost 1,500 followers. No one's ever drank here before, and there's only one tweet. So <laughs> And it was like two days ago. And it was two days ago. You're <laughs> correct. So the bio says you'll drink here one day, a bar for the fans, by the fans, just feet from City Field. Expect an experience like none other in the area. Let's go Mets. So I put out a tweet a couple days ago that just says getting thirsty. (laughs) And uh, I started getting texts. I was one of them. I got two phone calls from people that uh, I guess want to be involved. I sent them them to voicemail. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of like a thing right now. People are kind of wondering what this means. And what I can tell you is I did reach out to the Mets about McFadden's. Um, I went to the, the game, old McFadden's, the days. old McFadden's. I went to the game on Saturday and let me see if I could pull this up because as we're tailgating and we're under the uh, highway, which was great. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that, you know, they think if it's raining, like, Oh, I'm not going to go to the tailgate. You should have came because it was, it was really fun. Right. So I put out a tweet when I'm walking over to the game, which started an hour late an hour extra of fans in your bar before a game on a Saturday. Yeah. You're giving money away at this point right. to not have a bar. Mm-hmm. I come from a bar background. I worked as a bartender. I've you know worked at a couple of nightclubs. I'm not saying I'm, I'm a pro- professional by any no, means. No, but you're the guy. But I know how to run <laughs> yeah. a, a sports bar. Right. And I, I especially know how to fill them up. Like I'll right. show you on Saturday when I put tweets out or, right. or, or photos out. Right. So, um, um, I'm walking into the game. Oh, maybe I put it on the seven lines account. Um, I'm walking into the game and I see McFadden's is still vacant. And, you know, during the pandemic, 
uh, you know, during the height of the pandemic and people getting their COVID shots, right. they were using McFadden's as a staging area and a place for, for uh, fans oh, or whoever, yeah. uh, COVID the public to get shots. Yeah. You can get shots there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those walls were up for a while. The walls are down. The bar looks like if you have the keys and uh, ice and beer, you yeah. could open today. Yeah. It looks ready to go. The tap handles are still on. Everything looks like it's re- dusted up. Change the sign. And yeah. You could open. I, I don't want to do that, but yeah. you could open up like today, right? Right. So I'm walking by and I, and I see it empty and I'm like, all right, at Mets, what's the McFadden's rent? And uh, people are replying like, you could probably just hit them up. You don't have to put it on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, dumbass. Like that's what Twitter <laughs> is for. Like you strum up a conversation. Exactly. You get attention. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. People on the internet are, are very weird. Yeah. So anyway, um, man, I really wish I could scroll back because people were fired up on it. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Okay. So uh, what's the McFadden's rent looking like was the initial tweet. Uh-huh. Follow that up as I'm walking out of the game at like whatever time, 1153. Right. An empty, sad looking bar, right? Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? At first I was saying to myself, I don't want anything to do with this space. And after, You've been saying that for a while too. I don't. I, I, I kind of still don't, but I'm yeah. talking myself into it, right? right? Because I just don't like the way it's constructed. I don't like the layout of it. I've said it many times. Um if I was allowed to go in there and kind of renovate and make it our own. And also it's so much different, like nothing against McFadden's. I had a great time with McFadden's when it was there, but McFadden's is also just like, you know, a generic bar chain has something to do with city. This would be like a Mets fan owned bar right? at the Mets stadium. Well, I talked about this. I don't know if about on this show, I've talked about it on, we got to believe, and I've said it publicly uh-huh. uh, years ago, probably 2013. Yeah, definitely yeah. 2013. When I put that tweet out that like I made this Twitter account, uh-huh. I was contacted from a partner of McFadden's that said, hey, they didn't want competition. Right. Like, we'll bring you in. Right. So they wanted to even change the name of McFadden's back then, which is crazy. Crazy. Bring me in as a partner, yada, yada. And I said, no, because I wanted to do my own thing eventually. Right. Now, this is almost kind of landing in my in my lap yeah. because of COVID and, and everything that happened yeah. over the past couple of years. So I would almost be like dumb not to inquire. For so sure. reach out to the Mets. I'm waiting to see what's going to happen with that, but it's not dead in the water. I think that if it wasn't a possibility, they wouldn't even have gotten back to me. Oh, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys in the loop for sure. But if I'm able to go in, renovate, change a bunch of things that I don't like about it, I think that like the sound levels in that place, they, they spend a lot of money on the sound system yeah. and the DJ booth. I love DJ Teddy. Mm-hmm. They always had a great time there, but it just sounded like muffled. The ceilings are too high. They got to yeah. figure something out or we have to figure something out. Um, I want there to be garage doors. I feel like you don't want it for the amount of traveling we've done right over the years to every ballpark of the national league. Mm-hmm. The places that I like the best are, are spots that have indoor outdoor, right? You need some kind of outdoor feel the walk through with the gate where you can like scan your ticket and go in from McFadden's. Right. If you noticed the whole right side of that is always empty. There's yeah. usually like a table mm-hmm. and like, I guess there'll be like a metal detector there now. But that's all wasted. Yeah. Open that up. Let's use the outside. Have like a guy playing acoustic and have inside be the DJ booth right. or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of possibilities. I have a lot of ideas. If they're open for it, I'm sure the rent's going to be freaking through the roof. Of course. I do have a team behind me that are interested in getting involved with me. So we'll see what happens. And as soon as I know, I will let you guys know because I would love for you to fill the place out. Honestly, and just the fact that you created this Twitter account in 2013, if it happens... That is the definition of manifesting. <laughs> That's what putting something out into the universe and waiting for it to come back to you. Well, I was talking to Indart about this. I'm like, I'm a, I've am i always been like this with the seven line. I, I do like reverse marketing. Yeah. 
like I, I always do this. I uh -huh. put stuff out ahead of time and, you know, get the feelers out there, which is not like brain surgery. Like no. everyone, sh everyone should be doing Just that. Get people to talk, but like get, get a conversation started and put things out there. And kind of, that's what I did with the mustache yeah. thing that fell through, mm -hmm. which we talked about, I think on episode one, um, I put it out first. I'm like, Hey, I want to give everyone a mustache. Right. I ended up being way too expensive, but, um, put it out there and then kind of, get a no later yeah you know? it's the worst thing that happens is it doesn't happen the best things that happen is it does and now there's all this hype behind it and, right right so i mean yeah the seven line saloon we'll see there's another location that's close by that almost kind of fell in my lap recently Ooh. too so i don't i think that like it kind of might happen I'm like so excited i'm trying to like temper my excitement but i'm so excited we have a, a few close friends that already want jobs there i was gonna say we have a lot of ideas already that we were brainstorming yeah we had tara uh practicing at, at my house <laughs> on super bowl with the tap i I've, I've thrown out the idea of adding um a dog walk or a dog run yeah, so yeah. people can bring their dogs but that was after someone was like is there gonna be like a babysitting facility i'm like okay well if we're gonna babysit kids let's bring the dogs too well now that you're into betting uh i mean it could be <laughs> called like the seven line saloon in sports book yes uh sponsored by whoever, whoever wants to yeah, exactly us. so there's a lot of ideas uh i think that the bar would definitely be mobbed i mean i wouldn't want to take away from the tailgate aspect too right so like I don't know what we would do for outing days. Maybe there'd be like some kind of special if you're sitting with us. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But yeah. I'd also wouldn't want to take away from the kiosk upstairs. Okay. But I think that there needs to be a retail component for sure. to it. It could just be like open after the game. Uh, so that, yeah. so when people are in the stadium, that's they have idea. to buy from there. And then after the game, they can buy from there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Before and after game. Yeah. And then in the, uh, I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk to the Mets about that. <laughs> but I don't know. But it's, it's kind of like if you have the team store and then you have a store upstairs, yeah. kind of like the same thing. So uh, we'll figure something out. But I think there's a lot of possibilities. And I think so that fun. people are like dying for some place to be. No, absolutely. Because that brewery is there, uh, the Ebbs Brewery, mm. which took over from McKellar. But it's it's I didn't even know it was there. For being it's honest. like picnic table. I mean, I'm not shitting on it. I went I went for a drink a couple of weeks ago, but uh, you, it's it's a different vibe. Even yeah. when McKellar was there, it's a different vibe. It's not like, a party place. Right. And also just think about like. Because I'm pretty sure in 2015, McKellar's was open for like the playoffs when the Mets were on the road. Imagine oh, that. In the playoffs, if the Mets go to the playoffs and they're on yeah. the road, do you and remember just who was bartending? House. No, I wasn't there. Uh, Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> no way. Lenny Dykstra at the was McFadden bartending City Field. I bartended. At I wasn't That's even working amazing. there. I bartended on the on the closing day. What was the year of the Don't Trade Vegas again? Twenty eleven. Okay, so I on closing day, twenty eleven, I put on one of like the little shirts, like the that the uh -huh. girls wore, and I bartended <laughs> for like an hour. To make no money. I, I like to took the tips and donated it just to whoever was working and just wanted to do it. I, <laughs> um, and I pretty sure I served Wally Backman that day because they brought him up. He he actually, if you remember, I mean, Wally's probably never going to be the head manager. Oh, or but the, he was in talks for the, a long time. Yeah. He would get the call up in September to yeah. come in and coach. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I'm almost positive. It was I, he was definitely there at least yeah. once. I'm pretty sure it was that day. That's I think awesome. I served Wally Backman. <laughs> uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah. So that's the story with the Seven Line Saloon. We'll see what happens. I will for sure keep you guys in the loop. Uh, don't forget to share the show if you want to be in the running for this. Pete Alonzo, Polar Bear, Bobblehead. Thanks to the Mets for that. We have three. I'm keeping one for the studio, two to give away. Share the show. Get involved, and uh, you'll be in the running. So Amazing. I want to bring up a uh, topic to you that I think that it should kind of be common sense by now, but I don't okay. think that everyone is on the same page with this. All right. So 50 Cent. <laughs> Uh, I know where this is going. Aoki. Was it Steve Aoki? Steve Aoki. What's his name? Steve? All right, let me look yep. this up. What is that like? House music? Uh, Yeah. It's like the electric. How do you spell that? A-O-K-I, -A I think. 
Okay. So Steve Aoki, maybe he wants to play at the Seven Saloon one day. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you know what's weird? They even had um, uh, like a. You ever watch Sons of Anarchy or know about it? I know what it is, but I haven't. They seen had it. the Sons of Anarchy cast one day at McFadden's after a Mets game. It was pretty sick for like, no reason. Just well, they were at the game. Uh, no, it was like a, a meet and greet in that oh. side room after the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was random cool. but fun. So if you haven't seen. Steve Aoki threw out the first pitch <laughs> uh, at Fenway the other day, and it was probably the worst first pitch you've ever seen. And but did you hear? Yeah, how they, it happened? Yeah, give me a break. So he got he had a little coaching beforehand, and they, and he was like, "I can't reach home plate," is what he said. He says he, he says he's thrown out a few first pitches before, and he never reaches home plate. So I don't know who was catching for him, but the, whoever it was that was catching for him told him he's like, "Just aim high." Aim right. high, I'll catch it. Okay, Just aim a little a higher. Let me see if I can find the video. He I went have really high. Here. Yeah, it went to the. He went over the backstop and went on the netting. Yeah. So at this point, nobody talks about good first pitches, right? right. Like if someone throws a great first pitch, you don't hear about, it, you don't see it. I've seen like some gymnasts. Those. Are I was gonna cool. say the only one I've seen was Simone was like Biles did like. Oh, so she did like a backflip. Yeah, or something. she did like an uh, aerial awesome, or something because it's impressive, yeah. you know. Right. Um, but like Fifty Cent throwing to basically the the home dugout out, yeah. and aoki throwing it above the net right it, they do this because they want their name to be out there so like is that what you think are you kidding me i mean 50 cent i are don't you joking are you serious i i don't know i like i really i'm genuinely asking you if that's what you think i'm not saying of that like course. outrageously i just don't i don't think steve aoki cares that much i think he does yeah uh, yeah i mean look how many people who are like not in, i'm not into steve aoki i don't he couldn't tell are you, you listening to his music i couldn't pick a song out of lineup all right so what what kind of press is it even no one's listening to his, his music. name is that people, just like, like oh look at that loser who can't throw a no, baseball they say bad any press is good press whatever his name is out there i don't know if he's got like an album I coming guess. out now 50 cent had something coming out okay that. if steve aoki has an album coming out i will give it to you otherwise i, I think just that think every bad pitch is planned okay unless it's like a really bad one not like if it just dribbles in. right like if it's like to the backstop or you know above the net or to the home to the right. dugout it's on purpose okay you don't think so no i i didn't i just that thought never crossed my mind i'm not saying it's not possible i just i've never I gone think, there before i think it should be 100 percent. i love this little conspiracy theory let have. us know what you think in the comments i think it's absolutely <laughs> on purpose i think it's genius so when you finally get the seven line saloon and they ask you to throw out the first pitch as this new like business partner should I expect you to just like throw it where? Where are you gonna aim for, right for down good the pipe. press? Are you kidding me? I have a reputation. But don't you uphold. want the good press of throw having? Do you know what talk? this says? <laughs> Read this statue. What does this you. say? Twenty twenty New York Mets fantasy camp MVP. I hate no shit. So it doesn't have my name on it, but it should. Maybe I got to get it engraved. But you don't want the press? No. <laughs> You're like. Like, of course he threw a threw a piss missile down the down the plate. He's the 2020. But you MVP. just said no one talks about it. I don't care if they talk about it. Okay, fine. I, I no way. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, number one, I would be very uh, nervous yes. to do that. But um, yeah, I, I whatever. One so day, when Darren throws invited, a first pitch, and if it's not a good one, just know it wasn't purposely bad. Exactly. He was just bad. <laughs> But I'm definitely not throwing it over the netting or to the Mets dugout. Okay. Okay. I believe so you. anyway, uh, hey Siri, play "Hips Don't Lie" is what Mrs. Met put on uh, Twitter yesterday because she, Kira, for one reason or the other, was at the ballpark the and other day. Just met everyone. It was great. Yeah, it was great. So what I want to bring up here is the tides are for sure turning uh, very quickly in front of our eyes as far as 
Uh, City Field is concerned. I don't know if it's the Cohen effect. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because the Mets are starting hot. I don't know if it's Max Scherzer. But for whatever reason, the stars are coming out to City Field, and it's great to see. Because okay. it's the kind of thing like if I don't know if you go to a lot of Knicks games or Rangers or whatever, mm-hmm. like the Mets were out. At oh, yeah. Game you seven always the night. see celebrities at MSG. You see like Celebrity Row. They show it on MSG. They right. show who's there. Spike. I mean, Spike doesn't really get on TV anymore. As much. Well, it gets on, but doesn't get like introduced because right. he's there all the he's time. He's just there all the time. But now it's like, all right, Shakir is out there. Judd Apatow was out last night. Uh-huh. Uh, they were showing like Monta, like a, like they were cutting. I didn't see him on earlier. Maybe I was uh, doing something, but I didn't see they showed him on the broadcast earlier. Mm-hmm. But after the Scherzer news, they were showing reactions of fans like sitting in the crowd and they showed Judd Apatow and they went to somebody else. I was like, wait, they didn't <laughs> like mention that it was Judd Apatow. They didn't say anything? Not at that point, but they mentioned him like earlier oh, in, the, okay. in the broadcast. Okay. So I was like, I think that's Judd Apatow. That's so, so like funny. he lives on Long Island. I guess he's a Mets fan. Uh-huh. So I guess it makes sense why he's there. But Shakira, John Apatow, Donovan Mitchell was there the other day. Uh, Emmanuel quickly from the Knicks was right. there like a month ago. I remember that. So like everyone's coming out to city field. It's awesome. Why not? Look at their record. Why wouldn't you? And there's like not terrible people owning the team now. So it's great. <laughs> it's awesome. So who knows who's going to show up next, but uh, that's always great to see the stars coming out to city field. So if you're headed out to the game today, hopefully it stopped raining. I don't know if it's going to start on time, but yeah. Bassett's on the mound. Who know They're probably not playing tomorrow night. So, um, you know, hopefully the boys come out with a win today. It would be another series victory if they right. win today. If not, they're going to split. Okay. And um, But they won the season series. Exactly, with, with the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. All that matters. And uh, they've won the season series with MLB for being the team with the most hit batsmen as well. Crazy. Because I think they're up to like almost 30 now. They got like three more last night. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I... Not that I'm disappointed in Pete Alonso. Okay. But the way he handled it with uh, Stubby Clap mm-hmm. was much better than I would ever be able to do. Right. I don't know if Stubby reached out to him privately, but did you see the interaction they had? No, I didn't. I so didn't see anything. When Pete was walking out to first base, whatever that was, game one, uh, what's today? Thursday? Was that Monday night, I guess? Was uh, that that was the double header, right? I was there. So was I, it, I didn't. Maybe it was Tuesday then? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, it Tuesday. was Tuesday. Yeah, I was there, so I didn't game. see any of the. Right, TV. right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Monday got rained out. So, but and it didn't even rain. But yes. Yeah, anyway, so Tuesday, uh, he walks out to first. Stubby claps there. They kind of like gave each other like a fist pound, and I guess that was the end of it. Yeah. But like, if I'm Pete, I'm just ignore. Like, I wouldn't. I don't know. I got good for good, him. Good for Pete to be like the bigger man in Listen, that situation. I, like, I guess to like go out there and knock out the first base I coach. think it's also that could have just been more for show so people just stop like the camera isn't on both of them the whole game being like well is there still tension if people you know if everybody comes out of the dugouts again are they going to go look for each other I think it was just to be like it's fine it happened it's over Pete Alonzo I do not have beef with a man named Stubby Stubby Clap <laughs> Stubby whatever Clap. his name is so whatever good so- for him uh, John Heyman on Twitter, Max Scherzer does indeed have an oblique injury. Damn it. That injury can have a wide variance for time missed. No official word yet, but it can take a month or more in many cases. So not great news, not good news, but I'm at least thankful. It is not it's the on. arm. Uh, a, a ton of teams make the playoffs now. Let's hope it's one. Let's hope it's us. <laughs> and then by the time we get there, we have a strong Max and a strong Jacob. Yeah. And we make a run for this thing. Obliques are tricky. Yeah, they are. (laughs) 
wind the, was taken right out of this show. <laughs> the one thing I like, well, I like many things about this man, but the one thing I like about Buck Showalter is that he could joke around with the press about like adopting a dog yeah. or whatever it was during spring training, whatever. But when it comes time down, when it comes time to start talking business, yeah. he's no bullshit. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the last night's post game with him. Mm -mm. So someone said, like, what's your level of concern? Or how concerned are you or whatever about this? And he's like, you know what? It is what it is. Right. Like next man up type mentality. Like we're going to have to figure it out. He pitches. He's like, he pitches every five, six or seven days. Uh, basically meaning he's like, he's not the only player right. on the team. Mm -hmm. um, and he said something like, um, you know, the, the human body is not really made for this kind of activity. Correct. Seven months out of the year, whatever it is. And, you know, he kind of just shoots everyone straight. No mm -hmm. bullshit. Like, I, I love that. Yeah, I agree. Um, just exactly what you said. It's like, I, I love, he has a personality, but it's also not like, you know, not to shit on Louis Rojas, who I know is a good person, but like so many of his like post-game press conferences, like they felt so like rehearsed, like that someone had a gun to his head on the side, like telling him what to say, just like the, you know, the right thing to say and whatever, like, oh, we're not worried, blah, blah. It's very refreshing to have someone who's just like a human being giving honest reactions, no matter the circumstance. And not only are they honest, but it's also like what you want to hear from the guy leading your team. There's no bullshit. It was like, listen, this is what it is. We got to deal with it. And, you know, hopefully we get good news. Max is not the only player on the team. Like right. he was very like straight to it, yeah. you know, and uh, didn't sugarcoat anything, which I like. And it's, right. it's kind of like, you know, this old school dude who knows like, Everyone has a job to do and yeah. and let's figure it out. You yeah, know, I love him. So you can only go one day at a time. So speaking of playing one day at a time, Dom Smith came out uh, yesterday. I don't know who he was speaking with, but he came out. Let me pull this up. Uh, I guess he was talking to Anthony Ryber from, is this Newsday? Newsday, uh, Newsday which means he probably can't even read it because <laughs> Newsday is like behind like this Long Island paywall. Yeah. So um Dominic Smith to Newsday before tonight's game, which was last night. If there's a team out there that wants me to play and wants to let me play, I would love to play every day. That's just how I feel about that. So clearly every athlete wants to play. Right. Everyone wants to be in the lineup. Right. Like I get, think that Dom is probably also tired of these questions he's been getting since spring training. Yeah. So there's only so many ways you can answer. Yes. You I want to play every day. Listen, as somebody who hasn't been given a big contract yet, who's eventually going to hit free agency, you don't want to self-label yourself as like a bench player and like, you know, someone who isn't capable or wants to start. It, right. it, some people are being like, oh, well, it's not great that he's saying that he would want to play other places. But like, what is he supposed to say in that situation? Well, the only thing that, you know, might be rubbing some people the wrong way. It's like if, if another team wants me out there, wants me to play. Yeah, but I mean, listen, let's go. I, I it's almost again, like asking for a trade. But again, like. I, 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 as a human being, as a player, is like, I can't really blame him. He knows Pete Alonso is the future first baseman of this team. It is what it is, even with the DH. And though Pete honestly has been aces when he bats DH, but like he he has recognized that like that's the, the face of this team right now. He's going to be the guy at first base. And again, I understand not wanting to turn yourself into a bench player just because it's the right thing to do for the team. Like he still has a career he has to think about. Yeah. It, you know, it's, Again, I always say, I always come back to this. We were blessed with somebody like David Wright who always just said the right thing for like the better of the team. But that's not always the best thing for someone's career. And right. I don't think openly saying, you know, I'm I'm happy to do whatever helps and then turning yourself in, self into a bench player by the time you hit a free agency and all you've been doing is coming off the bench and you haven't proven yourself as a starter. Right. You're not going to get paid the way you would if you had 
experience the show as an everyday starter. So I get it. I can't fault him for that. It's not. So he followed fun, up with but... this in, in, a, in the second tweet. I guess he put a lot on Twitter because he knows that people click this. They can't actually read it. Right. So uh, he followed up with another tweet that said, I just tried to go in the cage, put in my work, show what I did on Tuesday mm -hmm. and show what I can do when I can. If that's going to be in another three days, I can't do anything about it. I can't write the lineup. So Omar Minaya fan, who we talked about before with the poll, said, right. um, I love Dom. I really do. But he's only posted positive war in two of six seasons, only posted an OBP above 0.305 or 305 in two of six seasons. It's tough. To, it's a tough spot to be in. Right. And then Joe DeMeo, uh, let me find this, who usually doesn't get involved in this is what he said. Uh -huh. I liked this from him this morning. I typically don't try to. Uh, react to things like this, but this rubs me the wrong way. I understand wanting to play every day, but you are on a first place team and are slashing 197, 280, 258 and haven't homered since July 21st mm -hmm. last year, publicly asking other teams to get you not a fan. So you brought it up, you looked it up, I guess. No. Okay. You know, what's funny about or this? someone told you about this. The person who I saw, oh, I write it down. the person who I saw who said this uh -huh. was Mark Gooden. So I looked it up myself because <laughs> I genuinely didn't know if this was just like a federalist exclusive that wasn't real. Yeah. But Dom Smith, the last time Dom Smith hit a home run, Javier Baez was on the Cubs. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, again, I, I, I Which, know if I you said don't know, I, it was last year's trade deadline. So right, before July, before July. So or it was like late July. But I I stand by what I said. But I also oh, yeah, completely yeah. get Joe's point of view from the same like the same by the same token. You haven't played well with the time that you have had so far, which, again, I understand it's hard to play well when you're not getting consistent playing time. But it's also it's a bold move to make. I'm I a big Dom agree. guy. Me, too. I love Dom. I love Dom. I want him to do well. I love him as a person. Uh, you see spurts of greatness. Like he, you also need to remember, he was playing hurt last year. The year that he had the fucking scooter or whatever. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Great teammate. Yeah. You know, always on the bench, always trying to get like yep. the crowd involved. He couldn't play. He and was... him and Pete always root for each other, right, which is right, what right, I love. Right, they right. know they're directly competing for each other's player time, but they're each other's biggest supporters. He's a great person. And when, again, when he gets the playing time, like when he was playing in 2020, I know it was a shortened season, small sample size, but when he was playing regularly, he was killing it. Last season, we found out he was playing hurt. So that kind of makes sense. It just sucks that in this game, it's like, you know, there may be perfectly good excuses why you weren't performing to your potential. But like, I feel like it's kind of like where we got with Michael Conforto, who like, right. you know, had little glimpses of greatness, but never really, I guess, got to what everyone thought his full potential would be. And now he's, you know, sitting at home with a shoulder Hurt injury something. unsigned. It sucks. But like, at eventually, it doesn't matter what the excuses are. You just got to produce when you have the chance. So it sucks. I love Dom. I wish him nothing but the best. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, he's he's putting a bad he's putting a tough spot because he has to say he wants to play every day. I mean, that's that's his that could be his only answer. He right. can't be like, I'm okay with playing every three days. I right. mean, any athlete, any competitor is gonna okay. say they want, want to play every day. You are a Travis Jankowski who understands like you've reached your max potential and you're kind of just like rolling. Let me with do it. what I can. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Dom Smith was, I think I could be wrong. I'm whatever. I'm pretty sure it was a first round pick. So I think there was a lot of, and I don't know what round Travis Jankowski was drafted in, so don't quote me there, but there was a lot of hype with him coming up that he was supposed to be more than just a role player or a bench player. So I get it. Um, I think those are obviously two different situations. But yeah. 
Dom Smith can't be saying what Travis Jankowski is saying. Exactly. So we'll see what happens in that front. So, um, yeah, game coming up in, in a little bit. If you're watching this after as a replay, if you're like my friend Brian, who doesn't even care about the Love Mets, you, Brian. Happy to have you here. Uh, if you're listening after, don't forget to uh, rate, subscribe. It helps the show. We're more of a visual show, but we do also have the podcast. So that's pretty cool as well. So I wanted to talk about this um, this review that we got on an item oh. that was very funny. Okay. Uh, it has nothing to do with the show, but it has a, a lot to do with our products. So uh, let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, so the DeGrom Scherzer, which is obviously something that is <laughs> a little difficult right now as far as pushing a product, but uh, I go through the reviews and they're published to the site. Uh -huh. And uh, I shared this one on Twitter today. Let me see if I can get this onto the site uh, on the bottom here. Oh, I hope it pulls up. Okay. Uh, you can't see this. I'm going to read it. Uh, you could see it over my okay. shoulder, but they can't see it because it opened up a new tab. Mm -hmm. So on the button, the button sticker review, right? Mm -hmm. This fan named Carl, his... I just see the headline of it. His uh, review for this item was titled, Changed My Life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I recently ordered this set and it changed my life. After placing the sticker on my car and heading out to the local watering hole after a little pregame, I was pulled over going 85 and a 35. The officer, after seeing my sticker, waved waved me past and only with only a warning and an LFGM chant. Then, after arriving at my destination, I was approached by three young women, all enamored with my button, <laughs> vying for my attention. Woke up this morning with all three next to me. Thanks, Seven Line. <laughs> I love a great review. <laughs> when someone spends the amount of time to like sit there and type this and submit so it, I think it's funny. great. I, at first, once he said he got pulled over, I was like, oh, this might be real. And then I was like 85 and a 30. And then it just kept going. But that was amazing. Amazing. So Carl, so we appreciate your support, Carl, your business, reviews. your reviews. I think it's excellent. So I think maybe like we'll start a new contest. Like go and leave a funny review yeah. on the site after you purchase something. And it has I, to be everyone a gets an email. Review. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone gets an email like a week or two after their product is yeah. delivered, asking for a review. So um, Carl, that one was awesome. Perfect. We appreciate it so much. We're establishing new weekly things. My my betting, betting, and and reviews. the comment of yeah, the review of the week. Well, last year we tried to do like the sign contest, and no one did it. That that required more effort from people. Yeah, it's just it takes time. This is easy. This is just you could do it on your phone. You could do it while you're watching the show right now and be in the running for next week. Now, absolutely. So. Uh, also. Perfect. I've said it twice already, but I usually forget to push the giveaway. So now I'm doing it like extra today. Perfect. There was a lot of, I saw a lot of intrigue when you posted this on Twitter. Well, yeah, so look at that. Little, I, little I also addition. asked if I was eligible to win it. Uh, I realized you know I'm what? probably not. I'm not. No. It after would... the season's over, maybe you can get, look how many bobbleheads we have here. Maybe you can keep it after the season. It's fine. No, it's You know okay. what this is from? No, what is that? That's just a rock. No, it isn't. hold it. This is not just a rock. What? That is a piece of Shea Stadium. No. Yeah. After the demolition, uh, I stuck my hand through an opening and uh, took it from the rubble. So I know it is. Wow. No one else knows it is. You should write like on the back of it with Sharpie what it is. Yeah. When you when you die, your grandkids find it. They're like, oh, this is there meaningless. Oh, throw like, this piece throw of concrete. Out. Out. Like, what is this doing in all the Mets memorabilia? <laughs> yeah. Right. You well, you know what? It. Maybe it'll go in a, in a glass case at the Seven Line Saloon. Perfect. There you go. So if you missed the beginning of the show and a lot to catch up on Denver this weekend, yes, there's a snowstorm. Don't text me about it. <laughs> I don't need to know. I'm already stressed out as it is. The bag policy, I confirmed on their website. Oh. If you didn't see it yet, uh, the bag policy for 
Denver. Let me pull it up here so I can read it again. Pretty much any drawstring is fine. Any fanny pack is fine. Um, if you have kids and diaper bag, of course, that's going to be okay. But um, anything that's a single pocket bag, uh, 16 by 16 by eight or smaller, which is big. That's a big bag right. uh, is going to be fine. So um, definitely dress warm. It's fucking crazy. It's going to be 90 today, that's 90 insane. in Denver, 40 on Saturday, but dress warm, be ready. I mean, honestly, we've been to cold games. We lived through the playoffs 2015. Right. Uh, exactly. It's not even like if you said the whole weekend was going to be cold, it's like, okay, just pack for cold. It's the fact that the first day is going to be so hot. And then so cold, at well, least for Zappa today. Yeah. Anyone showing up today is going to have like a great summer day. Right. And then tomorrow's like, this is how people get sick. Yeah. And tomorrow's going to be, you know, 45 and then 40 on Saturday, but whatever. That's why we'll get through it. The pregame party at Jackson's. If you didn't see the contingency plan there, uh, hit up the seven and hit the blog area. Some people are emailing us asking about the pregame party and because it's a, it's a rooftop spot. So clearly you might not want to be on the roof on Saturday or, you know, maybe, maybe you, do, you do snow angels or whatever. <laughs> so uh, I put a little update the other day on the site. If you want to join us there, it's not a private party by any means. Go on down. The venue itself holds over a thousand people. Okay. We sold 1300 tickets. So not everyone usually goes to right. the pregame parties. So what the, uh, the GM hit me up and he's like, Hey, contingency plan is their second floor has like a private like nightclub area. It's like cool. holds like 300 people. So we're going to pack that out first and any overflow would go either to the first level or if you want to brave the cold, you can go up to the deck. That might be fun. It might be fun. I mean, I don't want to get like, I have like wet clothes for the game, right? but I would totally love to be able to do like at least uh, one snow angel, yeah. but I don't know, maybe <laughs> I'll rush back to the hotel and change. But anyway, it's right across the street from home plate. It's called Jackson's. The address, if you need it, I don't even have it. It's at the uh, look how nice the these people look like they're having so much fun. <laughs> so warm. Short sleeves and shorts on a rooftop. That would have been a great time. <laughs> so uh, the specials are seven dollar Red Bulls and buy four uh, aluminum pints of Coors Vodka Light. Red Bulls. Yeah, seven dollar Vodka Red Bulls and buy four Coors Light aluminum pints and get one free. That's twenty four dollars for the ice cold bucket. They give you the bucket with the ice, and um, we're gonna have a great time out there, regardless of what the weather report says. So. Join us out there. It's going to be a fun time. Um, so last week or two weeks ago, we talked about the giveaway. This week is the is the bobble. Correct. Last time we talked about gift cards. So the winners for the gift cards, which I know, guys, I know that I'm like a little backed up <laughs> on this. This is how I used to get with Big Apple Trivia as yeah, well. Yeah, you would get on my case about I it. I promise I will be in touch soon. If not today, it will be soon. This week's winners for the gift cards on Twitter, it is at Zena, Z-E-N-N-A underscore 99. I might not be saying that right, but at Z-E-N-N-A underscore 99. And on Facebook, Michael Deitch. Maybe I'm not saying that correct either, <laughs> but D-E-I-T-C-H. I will be in contact for a free gift card on the Seven Lines website. If you want to join us for a game, uh, the Cyclones outing is not sold out yet. That's the end of June. I think it's June 25th. The weekend before that, June 18th, I think. It's the day before Father's Day is our next home game. You can use the gift cards towards tickets or no? No, because okay. that's sold on I the thought that's what you were saying. Okay. You could use the gift card for anything we sell on our site. Got so it. like a future away game, which would be Philly, which goes up soon. Uh, Oakland goes up soon. You could use it for anything on our site. Okay. But Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. Join us for the home game on the 18th. And then the next day is Father, Father's Day. Maybe you want to surprise dad with a gift uh, ticket to the game. Totally your call. Before we leave, though. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, you told me, is a doctor? Yes. 
was. What kind of doctor? She was given an honorary doctor. Oh, that's degree. not a doctor. I just wanted you to talk about it. I wrote it down. It. I was I like, know. what the fuck are you talking about? A doctor. You, you throw things out there to get them talking about it, Darren. Oh, okay. It's good reverse marketing. Okay. Well, no one needs to market Taylor Swift. I do. Anyway. Besides that other girl that Richie says is better than Taylor Swift. Olivia Rodrigo is not better than Taylor Swift. She is incredible in her own special ways. Okay. So she's not a doctor. She, she technically she is Dr. Taylor Swift. Give me a break. But she is. And she gave the commencement speech at NYU and it was wonderful. And it was at Yankee Stadium. So it's kind of baseball. Oh, so she's a Yankee fan. No, she just had to go there. It's fine. Anyway. I'm okay. Gl- I'm glad we got that in. All right. So we got that in. <laughs> Uh, Julia is going to be here on Long Island, I think, this weekend, enjoying the, the ninety-degree weather, yes. and I will be freezing. With... When are you home? What do you want to do? When do you want to do this next week? Can we get on a schedule, please? I, I, we should talk about this not when we're looking at our schedules and like find a day that okay. consistently works. For, we we'll get, to get back a, to you, guys. We appreciate you checking in. We appreciate the fact checkers <laughs> making their lives available for any time <laughs> that we want to do the show. Schedules, I know. But we need to get on a schedule. I know. We'll again. figure it out. It, it's been both of us. You, you were like. I need to see what the weather is each day because I want to ride my bike for some this afternoon. week. Okay, so for we'll, this week. we'll figure it out. Well, next weekend's already Memorial Day weekend. That's crazy. So, but I'm racing next weekend. Thank God. I haven't raced. Like honestly, I I went from granted. I'm very happy baseball's back. I'm very happy to be working again. Right. Uh, but I got spoiled last year and the year before. Like there was no games yeah. that we could go to. So I was like, I'm gonna race. And I was right. racing like every weekend. Uh, and thankfully I got good at it, whatever. Now I got the bug where like, I want to race. Yeah. So now when I'm watching it snow in Denver and there's a race in New Jersey, when it's 95 degrees. I'm like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> I'm enjoying this edible, but I would much rather be racing my dirt bike if I can't go to a Mets game, you know? Uh, totally. So anyway, that's the, that's the story. Um, we'll figure out a day. Yeah. We got to get on a schedule. We will. So we we'll appreciate you guys. If you're watching from the car, hopefully you're not driving, uh, heading to the game, but Wherever you may be, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the weather before it gets shitty, before we go to Denver. Uh, anything else you want to say? Um, oh, oh I shout do... out to Jake Eisenberg. Oh, yes. He Did was with excellent. Um, yeah, he filled in for Gary, right? Yeah, he filled in for... No, Jake Eisenberg filled in for Wayne because Wayne filled in for Gary. Okay, Jake was okay. next to Howie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very nerve-wracking. I think, again, that was the games I, were at, I was at, so I didn't get to listen. I just yeah, saw Jake that. Jake did 18 innings with Howie. That's you know, crazy. filled in for Wayne. It's honestly it felt I've listened to both games. I was driving around a lot on uh, whatever that was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Jake did great. Awesome. Um, and he's young, too. Like it was he yeah. fit in perfectly. So good for him. It has to be extremely nerve wracking to be next to the voice of the Mets doing a Mets game. So um, all right. Shout out to you guys watching, listening, do all that you can to share the show, get in the running for the bobblehead. Um, rate, subscribe, do all that good stuff. We'll oh, see and you sending next our week. love to Trevor May. Who lost and Starling Marte, yes. of course. Uh, both horrible, um, you know, in their own right. Starling Marte is going through it right now. His grandmother passed away. I'm pretty sure he's going to be back with the Mets in comes, Denver. Yeah, he comes back today, but won't be activated. And uh, Trevor May's cat passed away today, I guess, yeah. from a from an accident yeah, at the house. So yeah. um, horrible for both of them. So, um, yeah. Sending love. Absolutely. See you guys, uh, Denver, wherever. Fuck, snow. <laughs> I don't know. Later, guys. See you next week. Bye. What? What? Where's the button? Let's go, Boogie. Where is it? Oh my God! Put it in the box. All right, thanks, Howie. Put in the books. <laughs> Mets win this series. Keep hot. Keep it hot. Whatever. I don't know. Fuck. Whatever. Whatever. See you guys. Bye. Keep it hot. <laughs>